tap, tap, tap. Just checking the audio. Hey, the audio works. What else works? I work alone today. That's all right. Because it is a side quest live. Coming at you on a beautiful Friday night here in the wonderful world of, uh, of video games. Um, I am alone right now. Let's see. Uh, it's JJ's birthday weekend. So he's out. Um, Zach has no power. He's got like five foot uh, diameter uh, hail stones coming down. So he's out. Um, Taylor is uh, probably in the shower because he has he's a late shower dude. So he's out. Um, I don't remember what Sam looks like or who he is. Uh, if I go down a list, I can name a bunch more folks. That's all right. Everybody's out. You're stuck with me today, but that's fine because we are going to talk about, um, some wonderful things, uh, lots of news, uh, happening this week. Um, and so we're going to get some news and some of the stuff we've been playing. Boy, has it been a news week. <clears throat> uh, it's, it's weird to say because E3... E3 time frame is still about a month away, exactly a month away from when all the stuff is starting to going to pour out with um, the Xbox stuff, the, uh, you know, the their showcase, um, the Summer Games Fest. Uh, I believe Ubisoft, Ubisoft is going to have something they're planning. Square Enix might actually be planning something <clears throat> as a solo event. Uh, and there's a lot of stuff happening. And of course, Nintendo hasn't announced. They had their Indie Direct uh, a couple days ago, yesterday, day before. Um, but they're going to have a, an event in the beginning of June, too, um, from what I've been what I've been told. But And there's much stuff. Of course, a lot more things are happening. Uh, but I figure um, now's, uh, now's the time for things to be a little bit slower, right? Um, but they're not. Uh, they're actually, things were kind of crazy this week. Uh, and it kind of, <clears throat> there's a lot of stuff I'll get to, but I think the biggest one, uh, for me is, uh, let me share this news. Undoubtedly, 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 undoubt something, uh, the big delay Starfield and Redfall <clears throat> delayed to 2023. Now, Redfall just had a general 2022 uh, time frame, but um, man, they were they being Bethesda and Xbox were really pushing Starfield. Hey guys, this is the game, this is 2022's game. We have the date 11 11 22, it's the anniversary of uh, of um, Elder Scrolls 11 years ago or whatever that was. Uh, so let's um. Talk more about the pizza. <clears throat> I don't know what the pizza I had for lunch. I will talk about the pizza I had for lunch in a second here. Pizza was better than this news. Uh, yeah, Starfield's delayed sometime in 23, uh, the first half of 23. And, uh, you know, you had you had folks kind of, or Bethesda and Microsoft both kind of said, listen, it's we want to make it the best game possible. Um, I thought it was actually kind of interesting that Phil Spencer came out afterwards and sort of acknowledged that maybe they... Uh, putting the date out on a specific time on a project this big might not have been the best, um, the best idea. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I'll talk about the pizza. Give me a sec. Might not have been the best idea. It's not, it's never a great idea. And you can go the route of companies like this or situations like this and cyberpunk. You guys remember cyberpunk that game, um, where you give a date, then you're constantly delaying, 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 and fans are getting pissed off or upset. Fans can actually lose. Uh, you lose hype. You're losing hype. Blah. You're losing hype. You're losing um, sort of that uh, the snowball effect. You're losing a lot of uh, uh, you know, fan sentiment starts to go away a little bit. So. This is the first real delay of Starfield, so I'm very curious to see what happens here on out. Because um, they did not announce the date, thankfully. They just said right now we're aiming for the first half of 23. So, um, yeah, there sounds like there may be, <laughs> my opinion, there may be the typical Bethesda bugs that are creeping up on this, but with a game of this scale, 
you're gonna you're gonna see a lot more. I will say this though. We've been seeing delays nonstop over the last, you know, even pre-COVID, right? The last several years, uh, especially with this generation, as we try to get things to look more realistic, uh, more fidelity, higher quality, you will you we are seeing delay after delay after delay after delay. And uh, again, it's you can you can put as much cool tech out there, um, like the stuff that Unreal. I think a lot of you folks saw that really cool Tokyo Subway Unreal demo that was somebody created was floating around. But <clears throat> the bigger games get, the more fidelity, the more quality, the more HD, 4K that we pump into it, the more strands of grass that they become more difficult to develop and take longer to develop. So. Um, I think delays are now a common occurrence and almost the point where, you know, Nintendo, at least give them a slight bit of credit in this count, uh, unless it's Zelda, they typically will give you a date or advance wars. Obviously they'll give you a date and they're going to stick to it, uh, because they, they tend to announce a game pretty close to when it's done or when they're, you know, in fact, a lot of their games are probably basically done and they're just waiting to pump them out like i wouldn't be surprised if the fire emblem game has been completed for a while mario strikers have been completed for a while those are both due in june um you know xenoblade 3 has probably been completed for a while and uh by a while i mean like you know sort of feature complete and uh the last maybe three percent with touching up the graphics on level three um and some of the marketing aspects and things like that but uh yeah it This is the world we live in. So they're saying first half of 23. We'll see how that goes. Uh, and then Redfall the same way. Again, a game we saw very little about um, thus far, but who knows? We'll see more when Microsoft has their big event in uh, in June. The non-E3 event. Hey, uh, yeah, so pizza. I mean, let me talk about this pizza, Mr. Hammerbarn. I had uh, local Detroit. Well, we have a food truck here in the neighborhood, right? hide this real quick food truck food truck comes every every thursday and we actually started uh, during the pandemic they had started doing the food trucks which are which are a cool idea because he brought restaurants to us because restaurants were kind of closed and a lot of restaurants actually opened up or added food trucks to their repertoire and they were able to take the food take the restaurant to all these other places because you could at, at that at that time you could only fit so many people in a restaurant so capacity was like 25 percent which <clears throat> Sorry, I cleared my throat a lot tonight. Uh, which um, is actually not enough to make a restaurant business sustainable. If there's 25%, you have a lot of food management that you got to worry about. There's heating, there's cooling, there's um, you know marketing, there's all kinds of stuff. You essentially need something like, and I'm just speaking out of my butt right now, but 75% capacity uh, for a restaurant to be pretty viable otherwise you're really scaling back on the amount of food that that you're that you're selling um and the kind of food you're selling putting on your on your menu but they have food trucks smart companies did food trucks that could and we had the food truck come to our neighborhood every thursday feel free to come out over in michigan um and so yesterday's food truck was detroit panzerati 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 pizza company which is a phenomenal local pizza company. Let's see if I can dig them up. Uh, maybe I won't. They do Detroit style pizza, which, as you know, is a small pan pizza, deep, deep-ish dish pizza, where you have the layer of the pizza dough. You typically will put the cheese on top, and then you'll put the sauce and the pepperonis and other toppings on top of that. But you have to cook it a certain way in a certain style of pan. So it's not like a lot of these other places who will just use a pizza pan or pizza, uh, <clears throat> you know, uh, specific type of pizza tools. You have to use a very specific style of pizza development here. Cause the, the whole thing actually started with Detroit style pizza at the plants. Workers didn't have a lot of tools. Uh, didn't have really have any ovens in the area so they kind of took whatever they had available and like oil pans and stuff and just threw a bunch of ingredients in there and threw it under a car when they were building it because the cars were that hot and there you go you got pizza um 
it in a roundabout way. Anyways, this pizza was so good, guys. I actually ate my daughter's pizza because she had leftovers and she had four slices out of her six leftover. I had the calzone yesterday. Today I ate her pizza. Um, and long story short, oh man, uh, food coma afterwards. Yeah, those uh, that weighed a little heavy, especially all that cheese. But man, was it good. So worth it. So worth it. My wife even had her leftover pizza today. And and it's very difficult to please my wife pizza-wise. But even she said that pizza was terrific. So we'll be hitting up Detroit Panzerati again. <clears throat> Might just have them come every week. Have them come every day. I need it. Uh, other news. I hope that explains it to you. Hammer barn. Other news that um, we're kind of tracking. Uh, I found this one interesting from a standpoint of it was we had you know we had heard about it uh, your boy jeff grubb uh mentioned it before <clears throat> then it became real uh ea sports and fifa are now officially calling it quits after this coming season this is gonna be the last ea sports version of fifa out there ea sports is going to do their own football club but they're calling fc um or as you see top right corner here cf for some reason EACF. EA Sports FC rolls off the tongue. It's beautiful um, because that license is over. I, they'll probably call it FC, like FC 22 or sorry, FC 24, FC 25. Um, but it's a, that, that marriage is over. Uh, obviously, FIFA has been having issues. They're the governing body of, of football, soccer in the world has been having issues. Um, especially with the World Cup stuff, because they want to do World Cup every other year, which is a, a real dumb, dumb idea. But um, so, yeah, that mark partnership is over. However, <clears throat> EA is still going to make, you know, their EAFC game. They still have the UEFA license. For those people who don't know, that's the that's the European kind of organizing committee for 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 the sport. They have the license in the. Uh, for like stuff in the U.S. and the West and North America and South America and you know uh, Asia and Middle East and Africa, so EA is not going to be hurting. It really is just the name FIFA and the World Cup. You ain't going to have the World Cup built into it. And maybe some of the national stuff might not be might not really be in there either. So, but then FIFA came back and said, "Yeah, we're going to do our own game." Uh, we no longer want to do the license, uh, anyways. Ha! We're gonna the, we're gonna take the kids in the weekends because there are kids, and so they're gonna make their own game. Which uh, you know, to me, that basically means you know, two K is gonna come knocking. <laughs> You're gonna have FIFA two K twenty four coming out because that's what the PGA did with uh, uh, with EA and with two K and stuff. So, anyways, there you go. That one's over. Goodbye to uh, EA Sports is love affair with FIFA. Now it's just EAFC, EA Sports FC. Stupid. Um, come up with their name. It's called Soccer 22. Um, Dead Space 3. Dead Space 3. Dead Space Reboot. Sorry about that. Is arriving January 2023. That's where I was going to say. Um, EA announced that the reboot of Dead Space. I love Dead Space. That's it's such an awesome series, right? Dead Space is so good uh, that um, I, I remember when the game first launched, the original Dead Space, when that first launched, that um, it um, it's weird. It, like it, it was both freaky as well as uh, kind of the really cool space opera stuff that was built in there. It was just I don't know. It was just a really cool cool concept for a game. Had some like weirdly light rpg elements um but uh i always you know love that aspect of of the series and i even love some of the weird crafting stuff and two and three and the weirdness of three with some of that co-op uh co-op stuff they're going on but hey guess what the series is coming back and um we knew that we knew the reboot they announced it last year they showed some teasers out there we still haven't seen like a real gameplay trailer. There it is, by the way. January 27th. Sorry, 27th, 2023. 2023. We're at the end of the month. Um, <clears throat> we still haven't seen a lot of teasers out there, but uh, we're going to see that um, relatively soon here. I wouldn't be surprised if it's maybe during the Xbox press event 
at uh, pseudo E3. But uh, I'm excited. Um, bringing more Dead Space. It's funny how so little of this game that we've seen, um, and it's we're everybody's excited for it, which is just so weird. Uh, on that tip, EA did also say that they've got. Um, let's see if I if I read this correctly. Uh, they have a major IP that they've not disclosed and a remake planned for release in early 2023. So um, <clears throat> they said they've got four undisclosed titles, so four titles that they haven't announced yet. Uh, they're scheduled for release in the fourth quarter, which is kind of the first quarter for them um, because of how their timing sort of ends up with their financials, their fiscal year. Uh, you got major IP. So uh, that could be this uh, Dead Space or not. I'm not sure. Partner title, um, remake, and sports title. Uh, now they know that EA Sports uh, PGA Tour was announced. We know there's Dead Space. I guess it's not these games. Um, but we do have uh, Fallen Order 2, which, by the way, our, our, our yeah boy Jeff Grubb says is um, uh, uh, something called Jedi Survivor. So Jeff Probst is, is going to be the lead character of that one. Uh, but the, uh, you know, the, the other aspect, the other potentials, you get the partner titles, which is, could also be some of the indie stuff that did it. Hey, all right. Playlines is I'm not alone. I'm always alone, especially with dead space is going right over there. Um, the partner title could be some of the cool indie stuff that they've been, they've been doing, uh, that is always really neat. Um, some of the remake aspects <clears throat> wouldn't be surprised wouldn't wouldn't be surprised if it's uh um you know uh what's it called um, oh, um one of their classic games maybe uh maybe the remake Mass Effect Andromeda no um I, I don't know I I Road Road Rash do they own Road Rash I, I don't know but uh, there are some cool ideas there and a lot of folks were were trying to come up with what what they could be I don't know you guys let me know what you think that the remake could potentially be um, racking my head for what classic EA games there were out there. I don't know. <clears throat> All I think about with EA right now is sports. Oh, and then the sports title. It could be the UFC, a new UFC game. It does feel like it's been, even though there there really just was one like last year, I think. But um, maybe that's it. I will also say that uh, first quarter stuff is also really good for like baseball. Um, baseball games, that's typically when those launch baseball and, uh, golf and like I said, they announced PJ sports. So it's not that, but I wouldn't be surprised if they have a baseball game, uh, in the works or maybe, um, NCAA football related. Cause that series is coming back. They have announced that that's coming back too. So maybe we'll see. Actually, you know what? Maybe it is NCAA football. That could be kind of a badass. Hmm. You hear it here first. Um, yeah, uh, speaking of other other things out there, Ubisoft, Capcom, Sega, all of them are saying that there's they have tons of new games, unannounced games, that are going to be launching between essentially the end, last quarter of this year, so the typical holiday shopping season, and the first quarter of next year. So <clears throat> there's a lot of unannounced games coming, uh, which is kind of bonkers sega's planning a bunch of remakes and 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 updates and sequels and stuff they said so i know some of that's probably some sonic stuff obviously because sonic is sega and sonic and all that kind of stuff right now but i could see another yakuza game show up maybe another remake maybe a compilation or something like a true compilation um panzer dragoon maybe this do they still own panzer dragoon do they own knights who knows um uh, Ubisoft has, uh, they've actually confirmed that they've got the Skull and Bones at that, what that game was called. Skull and Bones is coming out. Mario and Rabbids is coming out. Uh, the Avatar game is still supposedly coming out this year. So, um, that's the end of, that's this year that all those games are coming out, you know? And so I think it's a pretty cool, it's a pretty cool aspect. And even uh, Capcom said that they've got multiple major new titles by March of uh, March 31st, 2023, end of this, end of the next fiscal year. So, <clears throat> I mean, we already know they have, like, Street Fighter VI. It's kind of to be announced, but that's that's coming within the next year. Um, they got uh, 
the next gen versions of all those Resident Evil games. They got um like the two, three, and and seven and whatever. They also got Resident Evil Reverse, um, Sun Monster Hunter Rise, Sunbreaker coming up, but and then Exo Primal game too. But they've got a bunch that aren't announced, which is kind of cool. So we'll see. I they have to have a new Mega Man game out, right? A Shinobi for Sega. That's a great idea. Shinobi would be awesome. That really would be good. Um, let's see here. Uh, but yeah, it seems like it's going to be a pretty packed schedule, even after stuff like Starfield is getting delayed. And by the way, that uh, Xbox cupboard is kind of bare right now, but oh, Altered Beast. Playland says Altered Beast. I like it. That Xbox cupboard is kind of bare right now. But <clears throat> reminder that um, it's only bare because they haven't announced a lot of the stuff. And they still have their big event coming uh, in uh, in June, which... I can guarantee you there will be a game announced that's going to be dropping this year. Um, uh, at least one game announced. I could be, I would be surprised if they have a couple games that that they're gonna they're gonna now announce or show updates for that are going to be launching this year. Um, and then Game Pass, they're gonna line Game Pass. Sony is a mystery. They've, uh, I think, someone made the joke that uh, or the observation that Sony has released more games on xbox than xbox has released on xbox in 2022 and it's going to end up that way because of like mlb the show and whatever else is out there which is crazy um uh but um sony's financials weren't weren't all that beautiful either uh this this time around i think they mentioned that um let's see if i have that information They've shipped uh, so far 19.3 PS5s. They missed their second year target by 3 million. Now, granted, you cannot you cannot find a PS5 on socials. When it, when it's out there, it sells out. Boom. Good for Sony. Uh, they're selling hard, hardware. They can't make um, they can't make hardware fast enough. Uh, but they also need games for that hardware, and they have to turn the tide of they have to turn the ship. Uh, away from that iceberg, when you got guys like good old Jim Ryan out there, uh, not knowing when to, not knowing when to keep quiet or not knowing how to read the room, I should say. Um, uh, but uh, they've they've got to talk more about some of these upcoming games that they have. I mean, I you know, uh, Horizon. A lot of people spoke about that, but it came out at the exact same time as Elden Ring, which I don't want to say killed it, but. <clears throat> It was a week before Elden Ring, and the everybody was talking about Elden Ring. Then you had Gran Turismo, which a lot of folks forgot that Gran Turismo came out. Like that showed up on the charts, did pretty well, and then it just it's completely disappeared. Nobody's talking about Gran Turismo, and that's typically a series um, that uh, you know is is super important for for Sony. Now they're still planning on stuff like God of War this year. But guess what? We haven't seen an update on that. We haven't seen gameplay. We haven't seen anything uh, about God of War. We haven't. We don't really know what else is coming from Sony this year. To be honest, it's, it's another really weird year for some of these these big companies. So, and again, Sony nineteen point three million PS fives. Uh, <clears throat> their second year target missed the target by over three million. Um, it's uh, you know it. It didn't uh, didn't do as well as it should have, um, but hey, you know that's uh, that was the ropes right now. Xbox is having a great uh, great part of the great start to 2022. They're doing great numbers wise, sales wise of their console because you, you can find the Series S, which um, chipset wise is a lot easier to produce than the Series X. That's why you can't really find the Series X out there. The Series S is by far the prime seller right now for Xbox, which again. Well, the thing about your top dog hardware, everybody talking about the Series X, isn't your top dog selling device anymore. It's that Series S, uh, which is great for uh, Microsoft because, it, and it's actually great for gaming that you're getting, um, it's a digital only box, obviously, but you're getting um, companies to develop a product for the Series S, which isn't as powerful as the Series X, but it does mean that it's got more, uh, long wise reach, I guess, because if you're if you're just designing for a really high end device like the PS5, downgrading the PS4, 
it it's it's a little bit more difficult. But if you're designing for your top platform like the Series S, then it's easier to go up, down, left, right across generations a lot lot easier. But yeah, um, Nintendo had uh, their financials came out. They had a gr- great year again. Um, they didn't sell as many switches as they they uh, as they wanted to. Obviously, the chip shortage is hitting them too. I'm seeing. Granted, I, I see Switches and I see Xbox Series S's in stores all the time now. They're all over the place. I don't see PS5s, but I see all the other um, consoles everywhere. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so <clears throat> Nintendo um, Nintendo ha- did have a good year uh, in terms of sales. I'm trying to find some of that info because uh, everybody was talking about it. Um, they sold north of 20 million Switches in that time frame. Uh, had phenomenal sales from that standpoint. Um, and uh, they are now, they've outsold the PS4 in the US, which I think the PS4 was at, uh, well, in the US, I shouldn't say overall, right? The PS4 is at like 117 million or 114 million. The Switch is at 107 million. So this year, worldwide, the Switch will surpass the PS4. Um, and the Switch right now is, is I think, in the U.S., the only consoles ahead of the Switch are the PS2, the Xbox 360, and the Wii. But the, PS, the, the Switch will surpass the Wii and the 360. I don't know about the PS2, um, but uh, Nintendo's still kind of being mum about their upcoming new console, which we all know they're working on. Uh, but they're relying on software at the moment. They announced that they've now made more, <clears throat> they have more software sales on the Switch this year, in this fiscal year, than ever before in Nintendo's history, which is wild to think. You had the Wii, which was like the hot console, right? The lowly Wii was the hot console for a while. More people are buying stuff on the Switch than they ever sold on the Wii. So that's great for Nintendo. I mean, obviously, that's not just their software. That's obviously, I believe, part of that is the cut that they get from. Um, third parties and indies and things like that, but that's pretty fantastic for Nintendo from being a, essentially the Switch was my Steam Deck before the Steam Deck because I just would buy stuff that was uh, always on sale because it was, it'd be $1.99. I'm like, sweet, I don't care about this game about a, a jumping uh, you know potato sack that I have to hop across lava and uh, avoid the water for some reason, but it's 99 cents. I'll buy it. Cool. Um, uh, but this is a good question. Good, good uh, comment by Playland. They have a big dilemma right now. How do you transit the switch success to new platform? <clears throat> the, I will say the NES, the super NES was the first real big jump in, uh, in console generations with, from one company. Yes. So Sega did the master system to the Genesis. Nobody played. I know. Nobody played the Master System. Sega didn't start in the West until the Genesis. Sorry for anybody that thinks that thinks otherwise. Um, but uh, <clears throat> Nintendo had the NES, and then when they upgraded to the Super NES, a lot of parents were actually upset. They said, "Why can't I play my NES games on the Super NES, or vice versa? Why can't I just play my Super NES games on the NES? Why don't the cartridges fit?" That was the first dilemma that nintendo faced at the time obviously things have changed since then the super nes went on to become a phenomenal seller in its own right um didn't sell as much as the nes because it kind of it had a shorter lifespan obviously they transitioned quickly after that there was the you had the you had pl- the first playstation you had uh sega had the <clears throat> saturn i think came out at that time the 32x and then nintendo was even pushing already pushing the n64 I think in the West, the Super NES arrived in, was it um, 91? And then in 96, the N64 came out. So that was five years. Meanwhile, the original NES was like 84, 85, and lasted till till 91. So it was like six, seven years. Meanwhile, the NES, the Super NES was like five years. Um, but Nintendo's still selling like hotcakes, and, and they're forecasting fewer sales again. <clears throat> Chip shortages are affecting everybody, even the lowly switch. Although I think part of that is just uh, they didn't have a lot of these giant mass appeal games over the last year. There was no Animal Crossing this year for Nintendo. Um, Elden Ring was the Animal Crossing this year. I'm standing by those words. 
Elden Ring was the Animal Crossing for this year because everybody was talking about it. Everybody was playing at the same time. Uh, sure, they did great numbers with Pokemon, but it's people who already had Switches bought the Pokemon games, and they made killer numbers with Pokemon. That was... You could say Elden Ring had almost Pokemon-like numbers, and Pokemon was on one console. Elden Ring was on, like, five different consoles. But um, the... Uh, the interesting thing about Nintendo, is, you know, we, we were talking in the in the Discord that, um, yeah, Elden Ring is the COD killer, as Playland says. It surpassed Vanguard, Call of Duty Vanguard, uh, in sales. So it's got that crown for the year. So that's kind of cool. I actually do appreciate that finally somebody else is ahead of Call of Duty. That number will flip back, <clears throat> mostly because it's Call of Duty and they go crazy with Call of Duty. Call of Duty fans and folks that, that Call of Duty sells every month. I feel like the... Elden Ring stuff is going to start tapering off a lot more. Um, but anyways, uh, <clears throat> and Nintendo had some great financials um, lower, uh, obviously, for every people are out there. Nobody's inside their house anymore. They're actually able to go outside. Uh, but I will say that um, one thing we had a good discussion on was Metroid Dread selling, I think they said 2.5 nine or something like that 2.9 million copies or whatever it was yeah uh 2.9 million copies <clears throat> it's the number one metroid game of all time uh sold more than any of the prime games any of the uh portable you know any of the portable games because the game boy and 3ds version sold more than the nes game and the super nes game it's bigger than all those and yet some people i'm not going to name names but Read our Discord. No, um, some some folks wondered, is it a disappointment because of the the Switch effect? And no, it's not a disappointment. Those are Metroid, especially a two D Metroid, is a very niche game. I think the pricing shouldn't have been a full sixty bucks if they wanted to sell more. I think you could bring that that price down to fifty, um, and then you'll be able to. Uh, my wife's giving me the eye right now to go start the fire pit. Um, but uh, the um, you know, I think going to 50 for a game like that, I think would have would have been would have been good, but uh, to sell more. But I actually think that game will <clears throat> will sell a lot more this fall. Oddly enough, this holiday season, because um, they may end up packaging in packaging it with something like the Switch OLED. You know, throw the throw Metroid in there, um, and and I think you'll you will see a few few more sales come out of that. But you need DLC. Give me some DLC for Metroid. Give me like Super Metroid DLC or throw in like the first three Metroid games or give me a Metroid Prime DLC or something. I don't know. You'll get a lot more people buying it. But I think those numbers are great. The real litmus test for Metroid is going to be Metroid Prime 4 because if that only sells like 3 million, then you're in trouble with that franchise. Um, Metroid is B-tier franchise sales-wise at best. It's way lower than Kirby's already. The new Kirby game has already outsold Metroid Dread. And Kirby's been out for like, you know, only a few weeks. In the first two weeks, it almost outsold it. So, um, uh, ARMS, this game, which I love this Amiibo, by the way. It's very cool. This game outsold Metroid Dread. Uh, obviously, Splatoon, even, you know, Link's Awakening, that kind of stuff. Um, but... Metroid is not as big of a uh, uh, IP as people think it is. I think Samus Aran is a phenomenal character, but Nintendo has never really marketed Metroid that way. But yeah, and then obviously, as Playland says, Kirby is the is the superest star. Kirby in the Forgotten Land is phenomenal. That game is that game continued to surprise me well after I beat it because there's a lot of end game stuff. It's very much Mario 3D World with Kirby. I think it's it's the best Kirby they made, but uh, definitely play that game if you get a chance. Um, anyways, good stuff for them. <clears throat> Obviously, they got a little bit of work to do to understand what's going to their next console. I actually do think your, Nintendo's next console needs to come up firing, not just with uh, core games, but like core level games. But um, you need to need to have some type of interesting gimmicky thing with the next Switch. And what I mean by that is... Um, Switch sales are slowing. Uh, you can buy them in store. Like I said, here we got the Switch, a bunch of Switch, a bunch of Series X, S's. So give or take one understanding what that means. But um, 
the comparison. But I believe the switch did hit its peak. You you either have to come out firing right now with a bunch of um, really cool kind of market expanding games, which I'll get into in a second. Which stuff for more casual folks like Kirby was that project. You need something like a Kirby. I'm not Kirby. I'm sorry. <laughs> Animal Crossing was that project. You need something like an Animal Crossing, but different. You know, maybe maybe Tomodachi Life in some way. Maybe there's some online community. I don't want to say metaverse, but maybe there's some cool online community <clears throat> where you're always connected to people using your Mii's. And it sucks they abandoned the me, but um, essentially. But uh, you need to have that kind of community building aspect. And I think if you have something like that with Nintendo, then doesn't it? It can reignite the Switch because it has that Nintendo um, that Nintendo charm to it. But that. And I'll get into a game right now that's not going to do that. But yeah, that's that's how I think the only way you can keep the current Switch going with games. Otherwise, I do think you're going to need to come up with a little bit of a gimmick for the next Switch as you hand it over. It's, it's going to be a Switch 2 or a Switch Pro or whatever it is, whatever they want to call it. Um, the Switch 2023. Uh, because it's a big enough brand now, you're going to be using those carts. Um at least, uh, hopefully, I'll be using those cards. Actually, I would be surprised if uh, the next Switch maybe even use a different kind of cart, um, just so it can pack more visual depth and more memory and all that kind of stuff on there. Maybe these carts are only available to the next Switch with an adapter. Uh, except digital games might well. Digital games will def. I'm, I will eat this hat. Digital games will definitely work on this next Switch, but. Uh, yeah. Anyways, they got a good year ahead of them. They've already announced Bayonetta 3 still coming this year. They got Xenoblade. They got Splatoon. Nintendo has the strongest lineup right now. Um, <clears throat> exactly. Uh, Nintendo has the... Uh, oh, boy. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll put some salt on that thing. Um, Nintendo has the best lineup right now of the year uh, because they, they've had these... They've had a lot of these games and concepts locked and loaded for a while. They have their same IP that they go back to. And obviously a um, a Kirby isn't as intensive as a Starfield. Uh, it doesn't require thousands of developers. It requires 100 developers. If you, I've seen the Kirby credits. Um, so, yeah, I think Nintendo Nintendo's in a good spot right now when it comes to software because they have so much stuff coming out this year. Um, and they got a big Pokemon game coming out this year, which is going to... I'm going to guarantee right now that's going to be the highest selling Pokemon game of all time will be the new Pokemon game that comes out. Cause it's, it's going to be, it's going to do massive numbers for, for Nintendo. But again, it's a Pokemon game um, <clears throat> that is going to sell the Pokemon folks. And it's not going to bring new purchasers to the switch. It's going to sell to the folks that are already there. You still need something new. So we'll, we'll see what Nintendo has to offer. They're going to, like I said, they're going to do a, a direct. They just had their indie direct. Some cool games, but they're going to do a full direct um, in June, or at least some type of event that showcases the rest of the games they're going to have this year. Because they do have a couple that are unannounced that are on their way. So there's, I believe there is an uh, there is an October game and a November game that have not been announced that are coming this year. Um, <clears throat> and obviously, Advance Wars is still coming too uh, at some point, but. Uh, one of the games is a remake, which I think everyone pretty much already knows what that game is. What that game is, um, because uh, Breath of the Wild Two was going to be out this year, and that got delayed. So you can imagine what that remake is going to be. Um, not confirmed, but you know, you know, it's very easy to to port that sucker over. Uh, anyways, <clears throat> let's talk a little bit about what I've been playing. A little bit about what I've been playing, um, and it has been Nintendo. It has been on the Switch, and it is Nintendo Switch Sports. I've been playing the Switch Sports, um, the Switch Sports. Uh, am I, let me play the video here. Um, a real interesting thing about Nintendo Switch Sports is that uh, it's not a... Oh, God, let me... Uh, here, I'm going to throw the accolades trailer here so you guys can see i don't know do they have the switch sports overview i'm looking through nintendo's youtube page. i should have been prepared but i'm dolly and i don't prepare very well i mean you guys already you guys already know that so that's pretty good 
pretty good to understand. Um, where are you? Switch sports. Here we go. Overview trailer. I'm going to play this sucker right now so you guys can see. And I can talk to you guys about this stuff. So Switch Sports obviously is the successor to Wii Sports, Wii Sports Resort, which Wii Sports Resort is pretty damn awesome because um, of all the different games it has on there. And then Wii Sports Club, which was on the Wii U. It was like the download-only version. Maybe they did a box version. I have no idea. But it was the first time that we got the Wii Sports games went to HD. <clears throat> um, you're seeing all the different games here, right? They got uh, – let me pause it right now. Whoop. You got soccer, you got volleyball, badminton, bowling, uh, chambara, which is swords, and uh, tennis. And I'm going to explain these real quick. The Maybe I'll show them anywhere. I'm not sure. Bowling is bowling. Okay, here's tennis. All right. Oop. Get back here. I'll let it play. Um, why is this CC done? So chambara, bowling, blah, blah, blah. Uh, sword fighting. And bowling are pretty, and tennis are pretty obvious, right? They play exactly like the previous versions. Um, uh, yeah, they have new me's. I'm actually using the old, my old me. The new me's, they're called like sports something, sports avatar. I don't know, sport avatars. I don't know what they're called. They Nintendo gave them a name. Um, and uh, what it lets them do is it lets them, you know, lets people kind of upgrade hair and faces and all that kind of stuff for just within this game through earning of like medals and points and stuff. So you earn medals and points or whatever you're in medals by playing, uh, <clears throat> sorry, you're in points by playing all the different games and then you can rack, you know, um, rack a bunch of points and then trade those points in for clothing options for hair, for whatever you unlock these things all the time. And you can't really do that with the me's because you can't have your me unlock with a cool hairstyle in this game and then that me has to be used in one of the other like mario kart or whatever because those games don't actually have uh the same type of me support the me's for this are strictly trapped to this oh shit look who's joining taylor is joining um oh. taylor, well i did say eight oh. o'clock right you did yeah <laughs> it's all good uh, we'll, we'll get into this real quick. Yeah. He says, Oh yeah. Taylor's here. I'm just talking about real quick about, uh, about the switch sports game that I'm playing. Um, uh, Playland brought up a good point about the avatar or the new me's. And they're not really new me's because like I said, they're, they're characters with that are strictly within this game. Um, because they're tied to this game. They're not tied to like a me. N Nintendo out. desperately needs a new me. They do, but these aren't it because, again, this is strictly tied to this game. It's not like you can bring the characters from here into other games because they don't have the access to this game's data. You would have to redo the Mii system completely for Nintendo, which I think they need Mii's to do. Mii's were the original metaverse when you really they think about were. it. They told, I've kept my Mii from all the way through, buddy. Man, um, <clears throat> actually, What's did. weird is that, is that they didn't use it. Like You can make a Mii on your switch you can you totally can yeah 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 you can make your profile picture and do all that shit they, it, it's impossible it's difficult to find it though because you have to go into the it setting is. it's so it dumb is. They it, it's that was so weird it's weird it's very choice. bizarre it really to, to abandon it because it was yeah. such a hallmark of the wii it really was and uh, it was i don't know i mean i felt like the wii maker was a huge massive yeah, part my daughter still of, loves doing it for all the yeah. different games on the 3ds if you pop up in the 3ds start doing those it's and, so it's so bizarre that they did, did yeah. not keep but, it going i mean i actually don't mind the design of this like playland says he kind of likes he's yeah. warmed up to no I I, i'm okay i'm okay with yeah. it it just it just sucks that it, it we all know that it's never leaving this exactly this is, it's this is this, this is the ecosystem the whole thing of this mm -hmm. avatar it will never leave Nintendo Switch Sports. And it's funny because we were just talking we. Huh, it's it was me talk, talking to myself. But Playland brought up a point about, you know, Nintendo needs something to uh to extend the life of the Switch. And I was kind of saying the same thing. The current Switch is dying out. You're you're not going to see those sales numbers like you did the last two years. The pandemic helped the Switch. And we're not going to see it on uh any other console either, by the way. No, that's correct. That's correct. But um you need the momentum of the switch because even if a brand new 4k switch came out tomorrow, it's not going to sell in the long term Like the current switch did because, 
because you need a gimmick, you need something, and, it, and that, well, that that happened. Yeah, I mean, yeah, in, the, in the same way where we we were, where we saw, I mean, the 3DS sold well. Don't get me wrong, mm-hmm. but it didn't sell like the DS did, especially once the DS Lite came out um, and became one of the best selling yeah. consoles of all time. Whatever comes out next for the Switch is it's no longer filling a niche that doesn't exist. Correct. The switch, Correct. the switch does that right now or did it when it came yeah, out in yeah. 20, 2016 or 2015, whichever year it was, what the switch pro or whatever they're going to call it is no longer going to do that because the switch is already right. there. You know, it, it, it is so similar to what happened when they released new three DS into mm-hmm. the three DS ecosystem you know, it's gonna be yeah. it's gonna be a yes. Lots of people that are enthusiasts are gonna pick it up. Um, people that are new, I mean, this is like suffering from success, right? Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Anybody that's new to the ecosystem is gonna be like, yeah, of course, I'll I'll buy the the Switch Pro or the new Switch. Everybody else can be like, okay, what am I really getting by upgrading? Mm-hmm. And that's always gonna be at the back end uh, or in the back of their mind. By the out of the um, uh, seventy-five million 3DSs that were sold, only about fifteen million were the new, the new 3DS, new 3DS XL, new you know 3DS right, which, XL. Which, yeah, which I'm which to some people might be like only fifteen million, except it's across yeah four SKUs. Yeah, something crazy like that. Yeah, right, because you had new 3DS, yeah, new 3DS XL. New 2DS, new 2DS XL. XL. Um, So like 15 million across four SKUs when you had already done 60 million before that Mm -hmm. isn't isn't a lot by by comparison. Um, But no, I think like what Nintendo needs, and and it kind of segued nicely into me talking about Switch Sports. I'm playing Switch Sports. It's fine. It is, to quote my daughter, it's what it's. It is what it is. Uh, it's what it's. <laughs> and so it's what it's. Um, the uh, It's got the bowling, which is great. I still like the bowling. It doesn't have the 100-pin bowling, but it has kind of like wacky style bowling. It also has the online. Why would online... you not put in 100-pin bowling? It's, listen, it's going gonna, it's gonna to show up. I can almost guarantee you that this game, this game is not complete because golf isn't even ready for it. Right? Golf is, yeah. is a download aspect. They put this game out because they needed something right now. Uh, and they were getting out. too close to getting, any other announcements. And they could, exactly. And they didn't want to put it out in the fall because it could cap, it could cannibalize whatever they have going on in the fall as the full announcement. So yeah, this had to launch now. And I almost feel like they they've had this for sitting for a while, and they said, "Let's just throw it out there. Let's quickly get it." There's out no there way they had this done. sitting. It's so incomplete. Correct. No, agree. <laughs> let, me, let me let me rephrase that. They've had the idea for this simmering, but I mm. think at yeah, I think at the point they were like, "Let's just get it out there," because we need to get this out there so that we can make space for the other stuff, whatever. Um, but yeah, it's incomplete. It's missing the. 100 pin bowling. I do freaking love the survivor bowling or the the bowling mm. royale. That's that's pretty freaking fun. Bo- bo- um, bowling royale is mm. makes a ton of sense in multiple ways. It totally ways. does. And it's very easy to get into and it's fun to watch and, and play. Uh and then surprising, the tennis is eh because you if you're playing one on one, you still have two characters to control, which is really Oh no, weird. that's that's never yeah. good. <laughs> they've they've reduced the amount of of like modes per games so like tennis is only 2v2 right now whether it's you and your doppelganger and you're both moving at the same time or it's you and somebody else um the uh i'm surprised they don't have a mini golf like a a true mini golf in this that would have been fantastic they don't have golf yet soccer which we're looking at right here soccer is actually kind of fun because it's a giant it's it's rocket league with a soccer ball but it's waggle your control it's it it's not a Wii sports motion style game where you have to you're just using the analog stick to run around adjust the camera and the waggle is you either like go left and right or up and down to like kick which way i don't like that again i'm not a big fan of it but it's surprisingly fun because the games the matches are only like three minutes long um 
there there aren't a lot of badminton is is okay um uh the shambara is not that great uh and uh volleyball is kind of bad um out of all these games i really think the only one that's like the only two that are good are to me soccer and uh and bowling and they're both kind of missing not by the way not once have i worn the strap for the stupid soccer thing buy this digitally you don't need the strap you're never going to play the stupid single soccer special mode they're not fun um but uh they're selling this game at 50 bucks or 40 bucks something like that. 40 or 50 bucks um Tony, which... it looks it looks a whole <laughs> lot like it's the tie-in game that never was to me. It's um this is going to be packed in. They're going to have a switch skew this year with this packed into it, and this will be what kind of pushes. They're going to say, check out the you know family fun. We're going to sell yeah. this. Uh, you know, the really of those memories. Golf is in it. I, I already see the um, the advertising, the marketing going going on, but it's very incomplete. Um, I do like the aspect uh, I, online actually works really well and it's actually super smooth at 60 frames per second. And, you know, in impossible. It's, it's, no, it's impossible for Nintendo. Um, they didn't, they probably did develop it, but it's actually got a pretty, it's almost got a Splatoon ish art style to it. And the character design here, I'm just gonna let this kind of play through as we're talking. Um, but uh, <clears throat> you can see the badminton there Ten, uh, and volleyball is just bad. Um, but uh yeah it's it's very plain i would have loved there to be a lot more i like to unlock some of the outfits but that's really the only advantage is just to unlock the outfits like playing online um the ranking stuff is eh. or playing online is kind of eh. i mean you're playing people which is great but there's not like a true ranking system type of thing it's just whatever um and this game this game literally is it's what it's and uh you know, you're getting with this very plain Jane, um, nice art style. But other than that, I can't, uh, you know, I'm not recommending this to anybody. These should be, these have, should all be released as individual games. You can download or as a part of uh, the switch online service. Like that's where this should have been. They should have said, by the way, bowling, uh, Royale is uh switch online. That's you just get it automatically. Come play bowling yeah. Royale. And that's, that's, that's where they should, that would have completely pushed the switch expansion pack type of thing, but whatever um uh yeah that's what this game is i do think nintendo needs some type of massive social game where you're playing with and meeting other people online to capture what animal crossing did uh a couple years ago because i think that's the only way to really you need to go the casual you need to go the social route with the switch right now to get people to invest in it again and to buy buy more switches um, like you want, you want kids to have, you want a household to have four switches, one for each family yeah. member. That's what you want. Uh, it's nice to all play, uh, off of one console with the removable controllers. I think Nintendo didn't realize how, I actually don't think Nintendo realized how popular switch would become because mm. the, it was designed. You take the switch with well, you and four <laughs> people can play anywhere you go. And that's like, Oh crap. Everybody has bought the switch for their house. We need to sell them a second switch. Let's make the controllers non removable. Oh crap! Now we need social games where <laughs> Nintendo, Nintendo yeah. constantly. I mean, like I, I don't think they they thought the same thing when <laughs> the Switch happened. Yeah, right. You know, you know. Or I mean, sorry. When, when the when the Wii happened, and they yeah. were like, "Oh god, they they like this." Yeah. Oh, and shit. like yeah, they, exactly. they never expected it. We thought um, this was gonna be the Wii U part two. Um, right. <laughs> but any, yeah, it's. They yeah. need they need something, um, and I I think that's only going to happen with the next switch. That's why I think the gimmick for the next switch should to, for me should be a real hard a real hard return back to the me days of uh, of the switch and street pass. But what have you been playing? I, I want to know what you've been playing, and then we can. Well, uh, I've been playing. I, yeah, and I want to sign off um, here because I got a fire pit that I got to start up here in a minute. I uh, so I, I I dipped into Rogue Legacy two. Ooh. Uh, so so Rogue Legacy two yeah, hit its one point um and uh i think i already talked about rogue legacy too you did but i'll hear about yeah, it i did now. okay yeah, yeah um and it's honestly it's just yeah it's kind of just been more of that um okay it's still it's still dude, it's just really good yeah um, yeah you know it's just one of those games that will just keep you going mm-hmm. uh what else did i play um duh, duh, duh. did i talk about dwarf romantic at all uh you mentioned i don't it. think i did um 
So I bought Dwarf Romantic. I've played that for a few hours, three hours to four hours ish. Um, and that's a really what kind, cool what game. Is that? What kind of game? So it's it's a at its core, it's a puzzle game. Uh, okay. And so you place tiles, mm-hmm. <clears throat> hexagonal tiles, and your goal is to keep placing tiles as long as you can. You get a set amount that you can place, and they're kind of like shuffled. Okay. Uh, there's a certain amount of random atmospheres that they can have on each side. You know, forest, town, uh stone water uh train tracks stuff like that and you basically get points by matching them on every side and you do well enough and then they'll give you more tiles to place and so this is uh i was just waiting for stalling for you to (laughs) yeah you knew what i was doing uh and yeah then you just kind of go for as long as you can uh that's that's the core and then they they have some challenge rooms too okay yeah, so this is this is the good view. So you can see that stack on the bottom right side. Okay, You're looking at here, all the yeah, tiles yeah. that you have. Um, you also kind of get these quest tiles where you have to connect X exactly uh-huh. or yeah. X, X, like greater than X tiles together um, where you want to, you know, get, you know, sometimes it's like you want exactly 34 force. Hmm. And if you and if you put more than thirty four forests, you fail the quest. Oh wow! And so like fourteen plus, you saw right there. So if you do more than fourteen or more water, that's fine. Uh, but other times it'll be exactly fourteen. And if you put more than that, or oh, if you cool. try and if you try and hook it up to an existing waterway that has more than fourteen tiles associated with it, it will fail. So that's really the puzzle aspect of the game. Oh, exactly. I love that idea. That's such a uh, cool mix. And so it, by completing the quest, you get extra tiles into your kind of shuffle mm-hmm, pile mm-hmm. so that you can keep playing. And that's nice. that's kind of like the that, that's the, the core gameplay mechanic is, you, is can, that is that feedback loop. Can I ask you a question? Are you playing this on your Steam Deck? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And it plays. Uh, I, I've, 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 I played it on both. Cool. Um, the Steam Deck was just like a little bit of. Like controller adjustment, like That's realizing, thing, understanding controller versus mouse. Exactly, yeah, 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 exactly how it worked. But once, you, but once I got it, it it, it looks to me cool. like they had controller mapping already in it. Nice, uh, because while it's not as good as it is, I mean, like you know, mouse and keyboard is mm-hmm. just different. Um, you know, clicking to pan and stuff like that is uh, not to be undersold yeah, yeah. on a game where you have a really large map. But you know, the triggers zoom in and zoom out. Um, left stick moves the tile around. Um, the biggest thing is a little bit of oddity with That's wherever cool. the mouse cursor ends up. But you know the music is pure ambiance. The and you know the tiles are just like it looks good, and it's a fun game. I had no idea what this game was until Quest, I think, posted about it first, and then all of a sudden I po- I, I posted and do? added him about it. Okay, all right, good, good, good. And and and, so and cool. of course and and of course Zach was like, oh yeah, this one's been on my list. Uh, nice. <laughs> well, now it's actually on my list now too. So good choice in, in sharing that, Taylor. Rock and roll. How your? Uh, I have to ask you one one last question. How your uh, veggies doing? So far, okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm waiting I'm waiting on uh, cucumbers to pop. They're nice. they've nice. been really really slow. Yeah, you know, same I plant, with my parents, I, their cucumbers too. Yeah. I planted them at the same time as everything else. You know, I've got I got spinach, I got lettuce, I got nice. beets, I got nice. uh Swiss chard and but cucumbers have not shown. Unless one really managed to migrate and it's not the weed that I think it is. <laughs> um but uh but my nice. wife and I we got we got a little impatient, so we started up uh the arrow garden again. Oh, cool. uh, which is, okay. you know, for for those who don't know, a little bit of a hydroponics mm-hmm. uh, focused uh, system. So we have a six pod arrow garden. Cool. Uh, we've had a basil, parsley, and mint that has been sitting in a drawer for like three years. So we're like, <laughs> all right, let's let's, do let's it. fill it up. You know, let's fill it up. Let's see what happens and at least grow grow something. Um, Sweet. Uh, but yeah, but uh, what about you? Um, I uh, 
surprisingly, the first I re, I obviously planted everything into the new pots um, last weekend. Things were a little slow. Uh, we've had some weird weather shifts here. The the, the the chill has been yeah nagging it, until it of really, course this un- yeah, this week. It literally went from like zero to eighty, <laughs> like freezing to eight, I think today was eighty six or eighty seven degrees oh here in Michigan. God. And so that kind of stress on plants is not good. But uh, it's they're really not. now finally, I think they finally taken to the pots, and I'm starting to see the growth come in. So I'll I'll share pictures. I'll share pictures. Next yeah, I've got um of garden questing. I have um I got an old tomato pot nice. that I'm going to uh, plant some of your stuff in. Cool, cool, cool. And see, and I'm gonna see how it goes. And they grow quick. Those suckers grow quick. Even in I'm, ca- I, I'm literally counting are, on it. I know people who have not planted yet, um, as well, and I'm guaranteeing them that they're gonna they're gonna have tomatoes by end of summer on on these plants for sure. Giant ones by end of summer because they will grow they grow quick. So all right, that's it. Enough of this. Thank you go, for hopping on. Go make on a for fire a pit minutes. already. That's what I'm doing. My wife is like looking at me through the window over here. So <sighs> let you go at Taylor Bliss at uh, at Taylor Bliss at Dolly Demosky at SideQuesting SideQuesting TV SideQuesting.com. Uh, thank you, Playland. Thank thank you, uh, <laughs> Hammer Barn. Um, go follow him on Twitch. He's got some good stuff. Uh, and we'll see you all in the next episode of. Of the side. Charles is killed. Veggie questions.